Welcome to Breaking Free Authentically, the podcast where we explore what redefining relationships looks like through a sex-positive lens. Let's kick shame and guilt to the curb and really start living a sexy, authentic life. I'm passionate about normalizing out-of-the-box ways of designing relationships. There's nothing quite like finding your tribe and experiencing the freedom of being completely yourself without judgment. I'm your host, Kareen Bedard, your sex-positive relationship designer, and I'm here to guide you in creating the relationship you desire, whether that is a more open one or simply a more empowered one. Join me every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to enjoy the newest episode. Welcome back to Breaking Free Authentically. This is episode 70, and today my guest is Kim Coffin. She is a certified trauma-informed somatic, which is body-based, so somatic empowerment and sexuality coach. She's a best-selling author and teacher. She's a graduate of the Layla Martins Institute of Integrated Tantric Sexuality and founder of Get Your Sexy Back. She specializes in sexuality, tantric sex, and relationship transformation, giving you the tools to unleash your sexual confidence and unlock profound new levels of self-love, pleasure, empowerment, and intimacy with yourself and in your relationships. By creating deep trust and safety in your body and mind, Kim will show you how to reconnect to your body, activate your turn on, heal heartbreak and shame, and reclaim your true sexy self so that you can fully step into your unapologetic power. This was such a great conversation, and I'm so excited to share it with you. It is just an enlightening conversation, and I don't know how many of you have really heard much about just sort of this pussylicious life. Uh, I know that Mama Gina is someone who talks about the pussylicious life and just kind of living in that way and, and listening to her being your pussy. Men, your erogenous zones, your erogenous body is, is kind of like your <laughs> pussyliciousness, if you will. Our pelvic bowl, Kim talks about, is sort of the seat of our empowerment. It is really where we get our power, where we can feel grounded. And if we are not connected to our pelvic bowl, where our sexual organs are, we just aren't living our fullness, our truth, our authenticity. We're not able to tap into our intuition in the same way. And we live in a culture that shames us for having sexual desires. That's the nasty or, you know, doing the nasty or um, having a dirty mind if you're thinking sexually And that is such a disservice to our humanity, to our empowerment, to our ability to live fully engaged in who we are, in our pleasure, and and be like a fully functioning person. It keeps us stuck in our heads. That 
has been an issue in our culture is this overthinking of everything. We overthink because we don't allow ourselves to get into our body. So I'm going to let you join in on this conversation with our somatic empowerment and sexuality coach, Kim Coffin. I really want you to just think about how are you present in your body? Are you grounded? Do you feel an energetic presence with your sexuality and your sensuality. She calls it sacred sexuality and, or sacred pleasure. And honestly, I think that we just need more of that. And we don't realize how connected that is to our joy and fulfillment in life. So I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Enjoy this episode. We'll see you when we get back. Do you feel like you've been sold a fairy tale when it comes to sex and love? Why isn't it working? Why am I not fulfilled or satisfied? Why do I have a deep longing for more? Maybe you've had some of these thoughts. Did you know it's not your fault? That's right. You've been brainwashed since childhood with disempowering beliefs about sex and relationships. This is known as the mono mindset. If you're tired of feeling stuck, you're ready for Breaking Free from Conformity, the eight-week program where you will learn how the mono mindset has set you up for failure in relationships, why you think of sex as wrong or taboo, why you judge yourself. You will finally learn how to have empowered relationships with confidence and success. Many of my clients have said, Kareen, I didn't know I had choices. I thought I needed a partner to feel complete. I thought I was supposed to suppress my desires to have a successful relationship. What if you could learn to love yourself and your desires without guilt? Well, you can. With Breaking Free from Conformity, the eight-week program, shifting the subconscious programming that is keeping you stuck. It's not your fault. You weren't given a choice. It's time to break free and start living your life. To register, go to offers.kareenbedard.com forward slash BFFC for breaking free from conformity. I can't wait for you to find ultimate freedom and create an empowered relationship for yourself. Please visit our website at www.breakingfreeauthentically.com and subscribe to our mailing list so you never miss an episode. Be sure to leave a review on Podchaser by clicking the link at the top of the page. That would mean the world to me. Finally, I'd love for you to join Breaking Free Authentically, our private sex-positive relationship community on Facebook. All the links will be posted in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Breaking Free Authentically. Today, my guest is Kim Coffin, and I'm so excited to have her here. She is a sexuality coach. I'm going to have her describe what she does, who she is, all that kind of stuff. So, Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you so, so much. I'm so excited to be here. And yeah, it's always easier when we kind of introduce ourselves. We know ourselves better, right? <laughs> um, so all of the things that I do, I am a trauma-informed, deeply trauma-informed, somatic, body-based, which means body-based, right? Mm-hmm. Empowerment, sex, love, relationship, coach, teacher, speaker, best-selling author, uh, graduate of Mama Gina School of Women the Arts and Layla Martin's Integrated 
um, sorry, Institute for Integrated Sexuality and founder of Get Your Sexy Back. So I specialize basically in sexuality, empowerment, tantra, playing with relationships and sacred sexuality and giving my clients the tools to really unlock their sexual confidence and unlock these profound new levels of self-love, of pleasure, of empowerment, of intimacy, of connection, right? All of these yummy, yummy pieces with themselves, but also in their relationships. So important. I feel like a lot of times we just think that that's going to happen naturally. And it doesn't necessarily happen naturally. I mean, maybe at first, (laughs) at first you're like, oh yeah. Um, But you know, after you move in with someone or after your relationships, you know, after the NRE wears off a little bit, um, and NRE for those who don't know is new relationship energy. And once that new relationship energy and those hormones slow down and kind of balance out again, then you really have to be more intentional about connecting sexually, connecting with yourself sexually too, because it's so easy. I know that since I've become an entrepreneur, like I'm not thinking about my sex life nearly as much as I used to Mm. because I'm so busy doing other things and I forget about that, you know? Um, And it's not because I don't enjoy it. It's not because I don't, you know, I don't want to. It's just it's not at the forefront. So, um, Kim, how did you get into this world? Yeah, it's such a good question because, yeah, if you told me 10 years ago you're going to be a sex coach, I'd be like, (laughs) you're funny. That's not happening. Um, I was so shut down, so disconnected from my body. Um, Sure, I'd have sex and I thought it was okay. Uh, To be honest, if I look at a scale of one to 10 now, what I thought was pretty good 10, 15 years ago was about a two or a three out of 10 as to what actually is possible (laughs) for us. Uh, I'd say I'm probably more now at an eight and I won't give myself a 10 yet because I know there's so much sky's the limit at this point, right? So this isn't what I always did. And uh, of course it took my own, my own journey. And it starts a little bit way back, actually, not a little bit way back when I was 14. And if, and if people aren't feeling really, really regulated right now, it might not be a time to kind of listen to the story. You might want to come back to it because it did start with a story of being sexually assaulted Mm. by my stepfather. I woke up in the middle of the night to him sexually assaulting me. And blew open my world, blew open my world as to what I knew. And that progressed to me, you know, figuring out through those early hours of the morning, what I was going to do. I didn't go back to sleep. I was so scared, went through every single trauma response known possible through that Mm -hmm. night. And then I realized in the morning, I knew what to do. I was going to tell my mom and I told my mother and she believed me right away. Then she sent me to school, which should have been a red flag. Uh, and within a couple hours, she showed up and uh, was like, you're going to talk to your stepfather in the front seat of the truck and I'm getting in the back. And he denied everything. And as a 14-year-old child, I had I couldn't say anything. The way he leaned over and was like, I did not do this. Like you were dreaming. It was like I knew right then and there, like, I was on my own and there was no point arguing. My mother never said a word. She never said a word about it again until I confronted her at 40. So yeah, there was a big, big betrayal there that was actually a deeper rupture to me as a young girl from my mother not being there. And I share that because I know it's not just my story. I know it's so many other Mm -hmm. women's story and men and of all genders. And it really left me 
not connected to my body, very, very disconnected to my body. Definitely, you know, sure, having sex in university and 20s and so forth, but having a lot of drunk sex, right? And having a lot of disconnected sex, not actually following my pleasure, but just going through the motions, thinking that my partner or whoever is with knew me better than I knew myself, right? And as I got married and started to have children, it left me, you know, this this cycle of, of it's, it's, it blows me away that the cycle of the sexual assault and the disconnection from myself and from mother and all of this, it leaves us very quickly feeling like we're not good enough. Like there's something wrong with us. Like we have to be the good girl, the good wife, the good mom, always trying to be perfect. So it left me very quickly, very burnt out in my 20s and 30s, very stressed, um, caught in a cycle of overgiving and doubting and people pleasing, feeling like I didn't fit in and there was something wrong with me. And then also guilty for not being happy for what everything I already had. Right. right? It was such a mindfuck for, oh, so for years, for years. And, you know, it took me till 2013, finally getting the whispers of there's another way, like slow down. I actually just got a tattoo last week to symbolize that 10 year journey being it is 10 years now. And they were the first whispers for me to slow down and to start speaking my truth back then. And I couldn't, it was really, really hard for me. And the universe, you know, smacked me on my ass literally and broke my ankle because I wasn't listening. Mm. So I actually put this really beautiful dragonfly tattoo with a whole pile of town trick symbols in it right over my ankle on the surgery scar, mm. um, which feels really beautiful of a really, really healing moment for me. Yeah. So it was 2013 where I did slowly start to reclaim some of these places, but it took till 2017 when I really hit a breaking point where something had to give where I had to deep dive into my sexuality, where I had to reclaim the pieces that I disconnected from my psyche, from my emotional, from my body, from all of these places. And I really learned how to reclaim my power, reclaim my pleasure, reconnect to my body and play with sacred pleasure and sacred sexuality. And it's just been the most epic journey ever, mm. ever, best thing ever. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, not awesome what happened, but um, just that reclaiming. And I think it's important to note a lot of my clients, one of the things that we talk about in my program a lot is it's not your fault. Like if you're programmed a certain way, it's not your fault that you feel shame around sexuality. As a society in general already, we're wired to see sexuality as something shameful if we desire it, yet it's used to sell, it's used to entice. But if mm -hmm. you actually own the fact that you want it, then there's slut shaming and there's all kinds of things. So when something like that happens to you, of course you want to disassociate from it because there's already so much shame. And if you can't, if there's any doubt in yourself, in your worth. And if the person that you're supposed to trust doesn't believe you and doesn't have your back, then of course you're going to disembody from the thing that put that wedge between you. <laughs> Absolutely. It's too powerful. It's too painful. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, never mind that you know, sex before you're ready, even if it wasn't necessarily 
uh, a bad experience like that, people question their own motives and should I have had sex yet? And so that's when they even choose it. So it's really, really messed up the way that our society is conditioning us since a very, very young age for sex and shame, right? Like Mm -hmm. one and the same. We talked a little bit pre-show the way that the religion's linked in there too, right? Like it's just, it's, it's really confusing, especially for women because they're entering into relationships then when they think their partner knows them better than they do, where they don't say no, where they don't say yes, mm-hmm. where they actually don't know what they want. Mm-hmm. And yes, we can reclaim our sexuality and our pleasure. But to me, there's even a bigger piece of we can reclaim our entire portal to our pleasure, basically. The portal to our pleasure for a woman is in our pelvic bowl, lives in pussy, lives in our sacred inner knowing that comes within our body. So when we can reconnect to pussy, to pelvic bowl, to all of these places where we've given our power away or we've been deeply disempowered, we can literally come home to who we are. And then we can you know, ground with this confidence, of course, and this deep, deep inner knowing, but we can also then live our life in this very pleasure-based life where we can follow what our body wants. Even if our brain's like, are you sure you want to do that? Like there's so much that we can learn when we learn how to trust our body. And it's just like this spiral is kind of what I see it as of an empowerment piece, a pleasure piece, then a sacred sexuality piece, definitely nervous system regulating piece. Like Mm -hmm. most of us are holding trauma in our bodies because of sexuality, like hello. So we have to hold the nervous system regulation piece, but we can just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper into this spiral of really reconnecting to who we are and and uncovering who we are and blasting off all of the conditioning and shame and muck and trauma that has kept us in going through the motions a lot of the time, right? It definitely had me going through the motions. Mm -hmm. And then we can bring it into partnership. There's so much to play with. Exactly. It's, it's like you said before, it's such a mind fuck. Like it's, it's so confusing too. And like, sometimes you don't even realize how deep the programming goes because like, I am now very sex positive. I don't have shame about sexuality that I know of. And then things hit me and I'm like, why why am I grossed out by that? Or why does that not do anything for me? Um, I still have deep-rooted this idea that um, my pleasure is based in my partner's pleasure still. Yeah. And that is also very ingrained in the men in our lives too. Like that doesn't just go away, you know, like um, even if they desire to put the woman first and, and pleasure her, whatever, there's still this like inner programming that tends to run the show if you're not completely aware and you know, what should and shouldn't be. And you don't realize it sometimes until you're you're like, why am I having trouble saying yes to this? Or why am I having trouble yeah. like owning what it is that I desire? Why am I feeling like I don't have a right to this in this moment? Um, a lot of that feels like not being able to receive it too, which is a messaging in there of just like it's, it, it comes down to it, like even a worthy piece deep, deep, deep underneath of, am I worthy enough to receive 100% full attention from a partner for an hour? 
<laughs> like there's like a, there's like this, this pull that, well, maybe I should, you know, give back a little. Um, and yeah, it, it's interesting. It, it, there's definitely a receiving piece in there that's underneath. And we get to play with that duality and play yeah. with. It's so interesting. Receiving. Some of us have had like messages that we were selfish or this or that before. And the thing is, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but for many women that like some are just naturally givers, like they just really are givers. And some of us are willing to receive, but have this message that like, for me, if I, if I let myself receive and I let myself completely own that and get into that, I will give you the world after that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I forget that I'll get to that point. And so in the meantime, I'm like, I'm being selfish. I'm being selfish. I'm being selfish. Mm. And that if I feel zero pressure to have to give back, then I'm going to give back tenfold. So like, Mm -hmm. it's an interesting dynamic, you know, like when you sort of unpack where some of this is coming from, because you're like, what, why is this today affecting me? And why am I all of a sudden having second doubts or second, second guessing this or that, or all of a sudden I get in my head and I'm like, where did that come from? Cause I was completely in the moment. And then all of a sudden something gets me out of that moment. And it's just so interesting, even when you're super comfortable with someone and it's, it's incredible. There's those nasty little programs that just rear their, rear their ugly little head and question, get you to question little things about yourself. Hmm. Yeah, you said something also in there about some people are just natural givers, and I wouldn't. I would go back a little further and go unless they've done their work to actually unpack receiving and giving and unpack their mm-hmm. conditioning. We really don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because some people can look like they're givers and they give and give and give, and they might not ever admit it. Yeah, but they're secretly dying inside. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I've encountered that that. I'm thinking in terms of um, like some, like even let's just talk about like the eroticism of giving, like Mm -hmm. for me, giving doesn't necessarily turn me on, Mm. but I have other partners that the giving and the touching and the caressing, that's what turns them on. They love yeah. doing that. And then it all comes together. And I think that we probably would all have this potential to be more like that mm-hmm. if we didn't have this fear of missing out. Like, so those of us yeah. who have been wounded in our past relationships sexually, um, been called selfish or this or that we tend to jump to that. If I don't get, I'm not, you know, if I don't let myself receive, if I give right now, I'm not going to get anything back. And so there's a hesitation to giving. I know for me, sometimes if I give, if I give, then it's going to be over and I won't have gotten anything. 
Totally get that. And in my experience with doing the deep healing work, the mm-hmm. deep healing work around body, around pussy, around sec- sexuality, of of really unpacking those pieces, um, I've really found that even in my current relationship, all of a sudden I am super turned on giving, but I never was before. Mm-hmm. So I think there's other layers underneath there where when there is a good ebb and flow, there's a good balance where I'm like, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, I absolutely love it. And actually um, can outright have orgasms from from giving different mm-hmm. things, which mm-hmm. is really, really powerful. But I never was there before. Mm-hmm. So I think there might even be some other levels to d- dive into underneath that where when we're in a connected relationship that way and we can feel that and we have done all those healing pieces around our sexuality, around our worth, around our traumas and just really get to know our bodies Mm -hmm. then we also know is it a yes or a no to even you know getting a cock massage right now like does Mm -hmm. that feel like a yes does that Mm -hmm. feel like a no and i listen and follow i've learned how to literally body makes every decision like even in my house move last Mm -hmm. week it was like pussy what house do you want and brain's Mm -hmm. like but kim you should be going with this one but pussy was like full on that one. And I've really learned over the years to, you know, in the beginning, Pussy was not making big house decisions and business decisions. Let me be clear. (laughs) I had to really learn how to listen to body Mm -hmm. and to see what my body wanted while I unpacked all this conditioning and so Mm -hmm. forth. Right. And then, you know, she can come into, what do you want to wear today? What do you want to do? What do you want to eat? You can start to play with your turn on because your turn on is like a key indicator as to what turns you on, what lights you up, where you want to go with your life, how you want to live your life. Mm -hmm. So we can use her that way. And then we can start to play and play and play and deepen and deepen right up into, she's been in my business for years, of course, but uh, right up into picking a house last week, right? Mm. Which one do we, which one are we doing? Are we doing this? Is this too soon? What are we doing? (laughs) Because head will get in there and head is just going to, you know, try and keep you safe from past lived experiences. And head keeps us stuck head keeps us like all the thought processes and the going through the motions keeps us stuck in limiting beliefs when body knows what we want and if we want to break through our past conditioning the like the portal to our pussy to sacred sexuality is the portal to the biggest place that we've ever been disempowered for thousands of years Mm -hmm. so if we can reconnect as a female identifying human to our power center Mm -hmm everything else is in front of us mm-hmm. and it's fun to do so along the way sure there's unpacking of traumas and so forth but yeah the scariest part to me and i see this with my clients as well was deciding to start was saying yes to starting the rest even though there can be tears there's also like deep joy and pleasure mm-hmm. and fun because you're actually liberating yourself mm-hmm. and you're reclaiming your sovereignty mm-hmm. yeah I think it also has to do with like how connected you feel. So I talk about empowered relationships. Um, everybody's like, it's it's about communication. And I'm like, no, because you could communicate all you want, but if you don't feel safe and you don't feel connected, it doesn't matter what words you use. You're not, mm-hmm. you know, and just like sex, if you don't feel connected, if you don't feel safe, you're not going to be able to make those decisions from the sacral, from the from the pussy, yeah. you know, like because you're not connected to yourself, your head's in the way. Um, but when I notice that when I take time to be very connected to my partner on it, sort of an energetic, sort of emotional level, 
um, and it's not just about the sex, then everything changes because now I feel safe and worthy to be in my own body and I'm not worried about someone else. Whereas when sometimes we're not connected to our partner or if we don't feel safe in certain moments, uh, we've had conversations that we haven't been able to really feel safe in and, and be able to to be seen or heard. And when you're in that space, it's really difficult to, you know, be a giver or whatever, because we're just protecting ourselves naturally somehow. But when we do feel connected with our partner in being seen and understood and, and being held just to be held because we are there and it's not necessarily in a sexual way, like those are all things that um, when we feel really loved by our partner, then it eliminates that those fears that bring up the the programming that keeps you in your head, you know, and you can get much more yeah, into your body. Cultivating safety and trust in our own body so that we can hold ourselves through mm-hmm. anything that comes our way is number one. We can't do, you know, any of this work without cultivating that within. Yeah. We can't, you know, even dive into it. So it depends. That's part of the nervous system regulation work, yeah. right? Of just really learning how to hold yourself. Because mm-hmm. if, you know, we're going to go into sex- sexuality, some of the biggest places we have been disempowered, mm-hmm. we got to be ready. It's, we're yeah. going to stir some stuff up. And the power, the life trajectory of just like, wow, that comes from literally reconnecting, living a life filled with pleasure making decisions that are not, you know, just like I kind of like been talking about like the Stepford wives, like just going through the motions, right. Mm-hmm. Of doing what everybody else thinks we should be doing and actually really tune into what is true to you. Yeah. Like, what do you want mm-hmm. is so powerful, so powerful. And then we can play with sacred sexuality or Tantra one in the same with partners as well. Right. Mm-hmm. But it starts with you first in my mind. So true. When people are if you can't, those, hold safety for yourself, you know, you're not going to allow someone to hold space for you. Yeah. Your partner's not holding and creating safety for you. You're creating that for yourself. Yeah. So it starts within. So yeah, if people are like, you know, should I do couple work or single work? Depends where they're at. If they've done no personal work around their body and sexuality and so forth, it's going to take a lot. It could be done in couples, but it's going to take longer time because we need a lot of individual work around to, to, you know, deconstruct all of that messaging. And we hold it in our bodies, like our body keeps the score, literally. So if there's any past traumas, whether it's your sibling took your toy and your mom yelled at you for it, for taking it back, like anything that you considered, uh, like, you, you know, grabbed, we're holding those traumas, anything in our life, in our more sexual areas, we're holding them in our vulva as women, in our pussy, in our lower belly, in our breasts, in our throat. So there's ways to go in and actually work on de-armoring whatever we're holding. It could be you didn't say no or stop when there's a hair in the way and it was starting to hurt and give you a little bit of burning during sex, or you didn't mm. say, I got to go pee. Um, being penetrated too soon can mm. actually cause trauma. Having a bad pap smear, having a delivery, a bad delivery, or having a good delivery, but having the door fly open while they're checking you and nobody covering you. Like these things cause trauma. And we hold them in our in our sexual areas, which can be, you know, really hard for women when they're like, well, I don't feel much pleasure or I don't have much turn on. 
And a lot of the times we just have to unpack what is being held in our body. Mm -hmm. I think there's also a lot of messaging. Like, I think because we're taught from such a young age, and I've said this before, and it might be controversial, but like, because we're taught from such a young age that sexuality in our bodies are shameful, and we're also taught that people can take something from us in our sexuality, we aren't taught that like we hold the power in that area. We're not. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we, if we taught little girls and men and boys that we hold our own power sexually and that nobody can take that from you, even if they, even if they touch you, that's still yours and they haven't taken anything from you. I think our world would be very different when it comes to the traumas that we experience when it comes to sexuality, because we wouldn't see them as so destructive. But as soon as you involve sex with something, it's now shameful. I mean, if someone slaps your hand, they're touching you in not a nice way, but you wouldn't feel shame in the same way you would as your, your body, right? Um, your body parts that aren't seen. And a lot of it is just the messaging that we have around that, around what is allowed and not allowed. So I think that um, one of the things that I try to do is just normalize sexuality, you know, like, like sex, I talk about two circles, like love and sex are two separate circles. And you can cross them over as much as you want. Like you can do completely sex as like entertainment and, and, and just like a sport. It could be this fun thing that you do, or it can be this like amazingly sacred experience, but you get to decide what you want from it. And, you know, if you think that it's a sacred experience all the time and you're not having a sacred experience, then you're going to associate different things with that. Or you're going to think that, you know, you're cheap or that you don't have any value. But when you understand that those things are separate and you get to choose and you get to have discussions on what, what this particular interaction is going to look like and be conscious. Okay. So today are we having sort of like entertainment type sex or are we having like, you know, sacred tantric type energy connecting sex, because those are very, very different experiences and they fulfill different roles and they can both be powerful in a relationship. But when you only think one kind is valid, Mm -hmm. then you set yourself up for failure. You know, um, some people I find say, there's actually a cycling between all of those different types of sex mm-hmm. almost in every single lovemaking session. Which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. It's it's, it's all. It's yeah. absolutely all. And it can change and cycle and it just depend, depends and plays with the energy. But if if this is something that, you know, listeners are listening to and they're like, yeah, but how do I get there? Like if your body is holding work stuff that you haven't done the work around, right? Around your sexuality, around your body, around your pleasure, around trauma. Your body is always going to override your head. Your body is going to like lock it down, turn on, goes off, libido's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, get out of your body and you're into your head, right? You maybe, you know, a lot of people need to have intoxicated sex or mm-hmm. drug induced sex and they're not actually, it doesn't feel safe mm-hmm. 
to feel in their body. It doesn't feel safe to receive like we were talking before. Mm -hmm. So it's quite a, it's quite a really interesting process. I absolutely love the process and I love the journey that I've been on and I take everybody on, but I've kind of like summed it up to, there's kind of three different parts Mm. of there's a reclaim part, a reconnect part and a remember part. And the reclaim is first the reclaiming the places we've been disempowered, like our voice, right? Speaking up during sex and in like how you show up in the bedroom is how you're showing up in your life. So mm-hmm. it might not just be in the bedroom, right? Like if you're not speaking up, asking for what you want for dinner, you're probably not speaking up, asking for what you want in the bedroom. So we're reclaiming voice and boundaries. Again, same thing. If you're not creating boundaries with your family and friends, you're probably not creating boundaries with your partner in, in sexy time, right? Mm-hmm. Your truth, your body, your pleasure, feeling sexy, reclaiming all of these places so that you can feel really, really great in your body. And these are all the places that have been dismissed, shamed, shut down, thrown away, told that they're not good enough. So we start to reclaim. And when you reclaim, you turn on. You literally turn on your body and turn on your life. And this isn't just that you're going and having sex all the time. This is just that you're living an embodied, turned on, pussilicious life. Like it's just really fun. Just made that up. Felt really, really fun to say. Um and and then the second part is reconnecting. So first we want to reclaim these places we've been disempowered, but next we want to reconnect. We want to reconnect to your body, to your sacred feminine, to your sexuality, to your sensuality, to your innate, innate inner power, which ends up being your GPS. Like I was talking about using pussy to lead my life. She's my GPS. <laughs> and we can do this by reconnecting. And it doesn't have to necessarily always be pussy. It can be pelvic bowl, which is a woman's power center, right? So when we reconnect and we step fully into our power without these limiting beliefs holding us back, everything's available to us. Like anything we want is available to us. And this is how we unleash our most magnetic, sexy, fun, alive, free selves. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is the remembrance. So when you do the reclaim and the reconnect, what happens is this deep, deep remembrance. It's this remembrance of who you are, who you always were, who you came to the world, this world being. Like if you look at a toddler, they're running around naked, going through the sprinkler in the front yard. They don't give a damn who's looking at them. They are not eating those peas and they are not going to bed. Like they know what they want. They know what they're doing and they don't care. They're following their pleasure. And people are like, we can't run around like toddlers. Okay, fine. Sure. We have, you know, a little bit more mature brain, of course, right? But we can live in that way that is true to us, where we are grounded, where we are embodied, where we are in our our pleasure and we confidently know no matter what happens in this world, we've got this. There's this unshakable confidence that I got this. Even if we have another pandemic, even if the world blows up today, like no matter what, I'm so grounded and in tune with my body that I can trust body to lead me to the right direction. Mm -hmm. And this all comes from, you know, the reclaim part is is some of the empowerment work that I do, right? And then the reconnect part is, is playing with the reconnecting to sexuality, reconnecting to pussy, reconnecting to what turned you on. And it's not something that we can do once. It's not like, you know, you can't build muscles by going to the gym one day. Right. It has to be a practice. It's something that you can invite sacred sexuality into your life and practice and reconnect and make time to ground. And the benefits are the grounding, right? So I try and throw in sacred pleasure practices almost every single day for myself. It could be five minutes. It can be 15 minutes. It can be 45 
but the grounding and the nervous system regulation that comes from holding me from my day just from a practice is so powerful on its own and it's allowing me to deepen into my reconnecting to my body reconnecting to myself reconnecting to my essence so it 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 covers so many different umbrellas but it is like it's like working out you're working out sure you're building muscle but you're also increasing your hormones and things are changing which is increasing your mood which is increasing your physique like there's all these different places your health your heart all of it it's mm-hmm. same with sacred, sacred sexuality mm. Um, you mentioned grounding. I've been working a lot on grounding, um, just energetic grounding and being very present in my body um, and not in a sexual way, but just in an energetic way, which has been making a really big difference. And I could see how um, grounding in your body sexually as well could be super powerful. Is there any, um, would you be willing to share any sort of sexually grounding tips, like even one thing for someone? who's new to that, who's never even heard of how do you ground sexually? What's something that, what's a practice you could do? I can give an idea, but if I give an idea to somebody that's never heard of this, they're going to go, that's crazy. Yeah. Like their conditioning <laughs> is going to go, that's nuts. Right. Like it exactly. just is. Yeah. 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 Right. It just is because it, it takes unpacking the conditioning mm-hmm. and the rewriting your sexual story mm-hmm. and doing practices while cultivating safety and trust in your body to even go into a deeper practice. Yeah. Right. So, you know, a really easy one is to simply do pussy breathing. Mm. It's like right here, right now is we can just breathe in and out of pussy as if she is the one breathing, not our lungs. And it's just a conscious connection is a quick grounding that you can do anywhere in any moment. And again, if nobody's ever heard of <laughs> sacred sexuality and if the pussy word's triggering them and if they haven't done their own work, they're going to go, this is nuts. I'm turning off this podcast right now. <laughs> right. Like they're just going to, they're just going to. So if that's you, I invite you to stay on. Uh, <laughs> right. And, and we'll share, I'm sure in the show notes, um, I gave a link as well, mm-hmm. which is the the seven ways to, to activate your turn on, I think, mm-hmm. or eight ways. I think it's eight ways now to activate your turn on that is a PDF book that is really good to start, to start unpacking some of your conditioning, Mm -hmm. to start seeing where you're holding back in your boundaries and your truth and your sexy, to start bringing in more nervous system regulation, to start playing. It's a great, great way to do it. Um, And then there's actually free practices in there after, if once you sign up for that, there's actually, if you're ready for more, there's a free sex magic practice in there Mm -hmm. that you can download. Um, there's lots of little goodies in there that depending on where, what level you're at and how mm-hmm. deep you want to go, because everybody's a little different and different people are going to get triggered or activated mm-hmm. in not a nice way by different things, but we have to bring in nervous system regulation. Mm-hmm. Well, and if some of you are like weirded out by that whole idea, um, just think about your root chakra if you're into that at all, but your root chakra and your pussy, they're located in the same, it's basically the same thing if we really like think about it. And um, so part of the grounding techniques is really like feeling sort of this energy going through that root chakra down into the earth. And so like breathing in your pussy, it's the same area, it's the same movement. And so um, it's not so crazy, everyone just, just, you you know, (laughs) if you can imagine if you, you know, if you've never like done any grounding exercises where you are thinking like your root chakra or like the core, your, your pelvic bowl, like just being very grounded in your seat. If you think about that, um, Mm -hmm. and thinking about like, 
almost being heavy in that area and down into the earth, you're going to start to connect with that area. Um, and so she just kicks it up another level to like, <laughs> oh, she kicks it up. She's a, she's a total show girl. Yeah. She knows what she wants. And if you're having desires around body or sex or life or big moves or partners or whatever, mm-hmm. you get to trust her. She will always lead you in the right direction. And again, conditioning is going to go, nope, that's nuts and not safe. So those are the pieces we have to unpack in between. Um, and if people aren't feeling energy right now, they're like, you want me to breathe through my what? <laughs> if they, you know, it can take a moment to reconnect again to body to find safety so that we can mm-hmm. feel what's going on in our body. And I've worked with many people where they're like, I don't feel energy and take them through a practice. They're like, what was that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just smile. I'm like, there you go. Because it happens also in a transmission when you're working with somebody too, which mm-hmm. is really, really cool. But just learning how to reconnect. We are so disconnected as a society. Regular, just even if you don't have any sexual trauma in your history, Mm -hmm. just as a female identifying human running around in this world, Mm -hmm. we are so disconnected from our sexuality with so much trauma built in that we need to learn how to reconnect. I think we're disconnected from our whole bodies in general because part of this grounding work that I've been doing lately is like just pulling my like, my vision, like where I'm picturing things, pulling it in behind my eyes. And I was like, holy, I didn't even realize how much of my energy is outside of my head, outside of myself, like around me. And to pull that in behind my eyes is like, whoa, that Mm. is, that's so key. And I didn't even realize that that was happening. So like just being present with yourself is huge. It can like, be very hard. Yeah. If people have trauma or hard childhoods, like mm-hmm. being present, this is why people overwork. This is why people overeat or mm-hmm. drink or whatever mm-hmm. it may be is because it actually doesn't feel safe for us to be in our bodies. Yeah. And to be present and to slow down feels really uncomfortable. Yeah. So let's go work. Let's go do. Let's do, 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 mm-hmm. do. Instead, we need to learn how to be first mm-hmm. and then feel and then reconnect and keep mm-hmm. going deeper and deeper. And then we get to play. We get to play. And oh my gosh, like I'm serious. I was at a two and I had a pretty damn good sex life. Mm-hmm. What I thought was a damn good sex life, right? <laughs> uh, two. And now like, I think on Saturday, <gasps> I lost track of time. It was over an hour of rolling orgasms that just would not stop. Yeah, And I was like, you can't stop. I'm not done. Like, <laughs> I know. I love like those insatiable. times. You just go and go and go and go. Yeah. And I don't think people have a clue that, that the female body can do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so can the male. Yes. Yes. So and we can actually learn how to do that. Energetic orgasms and everything. Yeah. There's it's so, so many different orgasms available. There's like over 15. Mm. It's fully available. And um, yeah, we just get to, to to dive in and see what's there, but it takes practicing. It takes reconnecting, mm-hmm. rewriting our sexual story. And you can go as fast or as slow as your body wants to, but it's fun. It's definitely fun. And the connection, like now where I'm at now, when, sorry, hit mic. The mm-hmm. connection that where I'm at now with partner, where I am grounded, I am embodied, I am in my pleasure, where there's an emotional and energetic a really like locked in connection. There is so much. I don't even have a word for it. It's like, it's deep 
It's mm-hmm. just so deep and it's just so connected. Mm-hmm. And it's so like, wow, have I been missing this all my life? Like mm-hmm. crazy. It's so alive. Mm-hmm. And and that's what a lot of us are missing because we're, you know, stuck going through the motions on the hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. Like those Stepford wives, right? You know, comparing ourselves to everybody else and trying to make sure we're good enough proving. Yeah. And instead, it just has to, you just have to come back to you, to your body. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah, it's definitely incredible when you can experience that and when both you and your partner can be in that place together. It's just, it's magic, you know, like a, a couple hours just like flies right by and you're like, oh, <laughs> I didn't know this was possible to just be in that kind of connection. And mm-hmm. like, it's so intense. It's, it's, uh, I mean, sometimes I'll just be like, like I'm almost like, comatose after like I can't move or think or like I just (laughs) yep it's absolutely delicious and this you know sets a foundation for just really powerful relationships yeah and whether you're in a relationship right now or not it doesn't matter either way it starts with you it's really important that it starts with you on your own Mm -hmm. absolutely well thank you so much this was such a fun talk I know that you have to get going now um because life you know (laughs) You know, we have all of that, but, uh, you and I don't live very far. We seem to have like these parallel, parallel lives going on. It's so funny. We were talking before. Um, so yeah, we will definitely have to connect again and, um, maybe have another, another episode and dig a little deeper. I think that would be a lot of fun, but, uh, Kim, tell us where um, people can find you. I will put these links in the show notes. You talked about your PDF. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you could tell us, um, you know, some All your those goodies. Yeah. Yeah. I keep it really simple. It's getyoursexyback.ca for Canada. You remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the com <laughs> was gone. So you got to go with the .ca. Um, so get your sexy back on, on Facebook. I have a female identifying Facebook group called Get Your Sexy Back as well. I have a podcast, Get Your Sexy Back as well. Um, and on Instagram, I'm Get Your Sexy Back Coach with underscores between all of the words. And on Facebook, you can follow me personally. It's just so much easier um, and connect with me there. And then, yeah, the eight tools to activate your turn on. I'll make sure you have the link for that. And then there's some other goodies after that that you can Very also right. access. And um, yeah, I think that's it. There's just, yeah, I'd love to dive in. If somebody wants to learn a little bit more, I'm happy to hop on a free call and just see which one of my programs that's, you know, going on right now. Come January, there's a, a new launch of my Get Your Sexy Back program is running again. We mm. just ran two this fall and they were really, really good. So we're going to be doing another one of those mm. in January. But if you're not sure what's best for you, you know, hop on a free call. I'm happy to to talk to you and see what you're looking for and, and point you in the right direction. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I hope you you have an amazing day. And like I said, I'll put those notes, uh, those links in the show notes and uh, you can reach out to Kim if you are interested in finding out more. And um, yeah. So as I always say, when it comes to sex positivity, authenticity is the key. Have a great week, everyone. Wasn't that incredible? A lot of food for thought. I hope that you take this and start applying these concepts to your life. I know that some of them can seem odd and weird at the beginning, but I I assure you that 
when you start living more in this way and tapping into your sexual body, your turn-ons, your authenticity will just come to life. You'll start to not apologize for who you are. You'll start to lose shame and guilt about every part of you, especially your sexuality. There is zero shame in who we are, in our sexuality. There's zero shame in our pleasure, in our desires, in our thoughts. None of that is forbidden. And we live in a culture that makes that wrong. So I challenge you to get in your body and get out of your head. Perhaps I can say get out of your head and into your bed, if you like that one. Um, I'm just being silly now. Anyways, I'm so glad you were here today. And if you are looking to let go of that shame and guilt around sexuality, around relationship structures, get rid of shame about the things that you want for yourself, or even just figure out what the hell you desire, who you are, what your body wants. All of that is available to you. I highly recommend you to book a call with me. Let's talk about this eight-week program, Breaking Free from Conformity. It can absolutely transform your life. In fact, I know it will. It's time and time again transformed lives, and I'm so proud of the work that we are doing to shift this mindset, to shift this imbalance of shame and guilt in our society. And I want that for you. I want you to live fully. I want you to get your sexy back. If you want to work with Kim, all her links are in the show notes and she has a special free gift for you. You can get a taste of her membership for one month. So check that out. Go to the show notes and get the links. Sign up for a call with me and we can figure out if shame is holding you back from your pleasure, shame is holding you back from your authenticity. And let's start living. Let's break free from conformity. Let's live a pussylicious life or a life filled with pleasure. I love you all. Thank you for being here. And I will see you next time on Breaking Free Authentically. Remember, when it comes to sex positivity, authenticity is the key. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Corrine Bedard Coaching, and you can visit my website at CorrineBedard.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a like and share it with your friends. I'd be so grateful if you could help by giving us a five-star review on Podchaser or iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to our mailing list to be kept up to date about upcoming episodes and exciting news. Just visit our website at BreakingFreeAuthentically.com and scroll down to subscribe. You can also email me anytime. I'd love to hear from you. Send your messages and questions to Kareen at KareenBedard.com. Are you a part of my Facebook community yet? Join us in Breaking Free Authentically. It's where you will find this sex-positive relationship community. I'd be thrilled to have you be a part of this community with me. All the links will be in the show notes, so don't forget to check it out. 
Remember, when it comes to sex positivity, authenticity is the key. Have a great week.